Welcome to the Storytellers and Wild Creatives podcast. I am your host, Sage Adderley, and my first cup of coffee just hit. So let's go. Oh, hey, friend. I have missed you. I launched two big programs this fall and a lot of my energy has been going there and yeah it's time to jump back in and share some things with you because i've been thinking about you my dear listener and wondering what you've been up to and uh i really want to lean into this topic of overwhelm um I don't know anyone who doesn't experience overwhelm (laughs) and I find overwhelm is one of the top reasons that a lot of the people that I work with and mentor, it's one of the top reasons that gets in the way of what they're able to create, um, how they feel when they show up for their creative practice and yeah, just being able to show up in some kind of consistent way, like whatever consistency looks like for them. So um, for the last, I would say like five years, I have taught this online workshop series called Idea to Outline. And for me, everything in this workshop series has been the pre-work that I would recommend my one-on-one clients to do before they even began their writing journey. Because there's work to do before we get to do the work. (laughs) Um, And it was such a beautiful program. Like I, I know that in the past five years, there was just hundreds and hundreds of writers who showed up and had amazing breakthroughs. Many of them who began working with me in my Book in 90 program and working with me one-on-one and finish their books. Um, so I know I know the program works when you work it, right? And so um, I ended up writing a book last year called Idea to Outline, which was basically all of the big pieces from that workshop series that actually became an Amazon bestseller, not through any bestselling formula, but organically, which was a huge celebration. Um, So yeah, so I wanted to lean into overwhelm because I think this time of year can get crunchy for a lot of people, right? For those of you who have kids, like we've gone back to school, And, um, you know, for those who go to public school or, you know, private, charter, whatever your jam is. Um, And also we're starting to get into the holiday season. Like we've got um, the Canadian Thanksgiving, which I believe has happened already. And then we've got the American Thanksgiving. And whether you celebrate them or not, they tend to like amplify the busyness of I think the energy of this time of year. And then we roll into the holidays and, you know, and then there's this family element that comes in and, you know, a lot of people have complex relationships with their families. So it's just a heightened time for our feels, right? And so it could be challenging when you're like, hey, I want to finish this painting or hey, 
I want to finish writing my book. And then you've got all of this other stuff that's weighing in on you, creating this overwhelm. And so today I really wanted to talk about how we can choose overwhelm. Every time I teach idea to outline live, I'm like, okay, don't hate me <laughs> for what I'm about to say. But I do believe we can choose some of our our own overwhelm because sometimes I'll see people's faces like, oh, no, you didn't. And I'm like, I did. Yes, I did go there. So here's the thing. I for sure know there's things in life that happen that are completely out of our control that invite overwhelm into our lives, right? There's so many different things. Oh, my gosh. Hundreds of things that could possibly happen like car accidents or illnesses or, um, you know, family members coming to move in with you that was unexpected and it kind of shifts the dynamic and energy of your home. Like, you know, so much that is be like out of our control, right? That creates overwhelm. What I really want to talk about is the parts of overwhelm that we experience that we do indeed have control over. Because here's my, here's, my way of thinking around this piece of overwhelm is if we take good care of ourselves the best that we can, you know, both spiritually, mentally, physically, whatever that looks like for each person, each person has a different idea of what that looks like. But like if we could honor our boundaries, right, honor our sacred no, um, have a clear idea of what we want to create in our day to day. And then we can eliminate some overwhelm. So when the things we can't control happen, we've at least got some grounding and some spaciousness to hold it and take it on. Does that make sense? It's like if you choose overwhelm and then the unexpected overwhelm happens, you are just totally consumed by overwhelm. And that to me is when it's like so heavy, we can't move, like we're just stuck in mud. And so my approach is what if we could start identifying and one at a time eliminating the pieces in our life that we choose that are overwhelming? So I'm going to give you some examples of what I think is overwhelming things that um, we can choose. So that can look like volunteering for all the things. When you've got a giving, generous heart, it is so easy to say, oh, yeah, I'll do this. Oh, yeah, I'll pick so-and-so up after school. Oh, yeah, I'll drop that off. But sometimes we can give and give and give to our own detriment, right, where we might be overbooking ourselves with giving and giving and giving. And so to me, this is where boundaries are just so crucial. Like when you take, like when you embark on your, your day, right? It's like knowing what do I have the capacity for today? So if somebody says, oh, hey, Sage, can you do this, this, and this? I'm going to look at what I have already on my plate and I'm going to check in with myself to see where I'm at just energy wise. And then I'm going to make a decision. I'm not going to just bypass where I'm at and how I feel and just say, yes, yes, yes. So one of the ways I think we can choose overwhelm is just constantly being a yes and not really 
making that choice from a grounded place. So it's really identifying like, how do you get to be generous? And also how do you get to take sacred care of yourself? I think structure plays a massive role in how we can control certain kinds of overwhelm. It's like when someone isn't really connected to what their day-to-day -day looks like and they take on a call and they run this errand, but then they realize like, oh my gosh, they're racing from one thing to the other. There's no spaciousness to do basic needs like go to the bathroom, hydrate, um, move their body in a mindful way that isn't like zipping around in a car, um, eating food, nourishing yourself. And so it's like doing one thing after the other, after the other, after the other, and not really being present to the fact that, you know, you're a human being that has needs. It's like, and I understand I have totally lived my life in that way and it was exhausting and miserable and I was grumpy a lot because <laughs> I don't use the word hate a lot. I've just gotten to this place in my life where hate is a really loaded word, right? So I don't, I don't find myself using it very often. And I'll tell you, I hate the way overwhelm feels in my body. When over, when I can feel overwhelm in my body, I feel, oh, I feel um, like I can't think clearly. I feel like I can't catch my breath. I, I don't feel grounded. I don't feel in control of my day, myself. Um, I feel physically ill, like I feel nauseous. It's just an awful feeling. So for me, it's like, if I can make choices to keep myself out of overwhelm, of course I'm going to do that. Of course I'm going to do that. And I actually create and connect with more people and things by taking good care of myself first. And look, I again, lived my life in overwhelm for a really long time until I just couldn't. It, I just couldn't. My body was just like, nope, we're not doing that anymore. You actually don't get to stay up all night and do stuff. You get to actually get some sleep. You don't get to live off of coffee. Like you actually get to drink water. So my, my inquiry for you is, do you think there are things in your life that are in your control that invite overwhelm in? And so an activity that I would do with the participants of Idea to Outline is I would just have them take a sheet of paper and draw a line down the center. And on one side, we would put things we can control. And then on the other side, things we can't control. So you basically have two columns. And then we just wrote out everything that's on our plate, especially those things that create overwhelm in our life. What can we control and what can't we control? And I could probably, in the five years that I've taught this, I can count on one hand how many people were like, I can't find anything I can't control. So the odds of you finding something you can control and then take off your plate is super high. So, you know, if you're someone who's like, I feel exhausted a lot by all the things that I do. My plate is not just full, it's overflowing. Everybody looks to me to do all the things. I'm the person that people ask all the time. Like maybe 
you want to make this list and you want to choose one thing to work on. And I do it too. When I, I don't feel like I go to the depth of overwhelm that I used to in my life. Now it feels more like overwhelm is breathing on the back of my neck and I can feel it. I can feel right before my body is about to just invite overwhelm right in. And so I pause and I'm like, hold on, (laughs) hold on. I am not going to go there because I know how much I dislike the way this feels. It's so disruptive to my system. So then I go, so I do my check-in and I'm like, where am I trying to do all the things? Where am I not holding a boundary? And where am I not asking for help? And I will say, there's never been a time that I've paused and asked myself those questions that I didn't have an answer to. There was always a boundary that was a little shaky that I wasn't holding. And there was always somewhere where I actually didn't need to do the thing I thought I needed to do, or I was able to ask for help to finish it. So I think being in the practice of understanding how we invite overwhelm in our life is just a beautiful thing. You know, again, it doesn't mean we're going to be overwhelm free. But again, going back to my point of why this matters is if you can control certain things that bring in overwhelm, this allows you to nourish yourself and to be grounded. So when those unexpected things come up, you've got the capacity to be present with it. And I'm not saying it's going to make it like super smooth. It still might be a very hard thing, but you're going to be in, I keep using the word grounded. That's just keeps coming. what's coming up for me. I just feel like the approach that you'll take will be so much better for you all the way around. And like, I am in a place where I want to do whatever I can for my overall well-being and to support the people I care about and their overall well-being. And so I'm just inviting you if you feel up to it, because I don't know anybody who likes to be overwhelmed. I just don't. (laughs) So, you know, if you're a member, if you're a subscriber to my mailing list, You'll get some journal prompts that go with this episode. Um, I've got that link in the description, the notes. So check it out. Check it out if you want to hear from me week to week. If not, I'll be back. I'll be back at the Storytellers and Wild Creatives podcast. So thank you so much for listening. Take good care of yourself.